Hey, we're going to be talking about The Book Thief by Marcus Susak. I'm Emma. I'm Caitlin. I'm Dina. And you're listening to Death's Death's Best Best Friend. I'll be talking about figurative language, and specifically, if you go to page 38, I put this for symbols, but the book's meanings has a little note to the side, and it says, one, the last time she saw her brother, and two, the last time she saw her mother. So this explains why Liesl values the book so much, and the book creates the foundation to growing as a character as she begins to collect more and more books, because as the story goes on, she collects these books, and she says, or as Death says, that it builds her character, because this is also influencing how she looks at the world and how she will react to it. And if you would go to page 109, the quote says, the great skill is the capacity to escalate. And this is death talking about humans. And this reveals that humans are destructive by nature, typically resulting in their own downfall and the downfall of progress as a society. So in this context, death is talking about book burnings. And with this book burning, there's a whole parade going on where people are gathering to look at this whole spectacle And in the process, everything's going crazy, and Liesl, who once fought a bully, the bully came to her, and his leg was all manged up because he was trampled by the parade. And if you would go on for 110, it says, The crowd was itself. There was no swaying it, squeezing through, or reasoning with it. You waited for its fire. So this highlights the idea that when humans are together, they are a force to be reckoned with. However, this amplifies the potential for both growth and destruction. So again, tying into how the crowd was just going wild and even it would trample this young boy who is virtually innocent in this whole scenario. And if you go to page 112, you'll see the orange flame waved at the crowd as paper and print dissolved inside them. So this metaphor says, I mean, means with the incineration of books and papers, people are giving up their freedom to learn and will only be allowed to know what Hitler the, slash the Nazi party wants everyone to know. So this just gives people another attempt to be brainwashed and they see it as Hitler as being their savior. Furthermore, if you go to page 211, it says, Imagine smiling after a slap in the face, then doing it 24 hours a day. That was the business of hiding a Jew. So this emphasizes the painful consequences. If anyone were to find out about Max, which is the Jew that's hiding in their basement, and this also reveals the family's exhaustion in having to keep their charade up around everyone around them. Because if you think about it, they have to lie to their family and friends and everyone they know. And the only people they can be truthful with is the people that are living in the house. And Max apologizes for being such a burden, but they he shouldn't be apologizing because this shouldn't be happening to him. And lastly, on page 214, Hans asks, what, is there a monster down there when Liesl doesn't want to go to the basement? And... This showcases that although the only person in the basement was Max, a human, this question evokes the idea that Max is a monster in his own way. Not only is he Jewish, which is, which is seen as being less than human, but his presence creates fear in the family.
because of the fear of being caught, and the knowledge of him being in the basement alone is just dangerous. So as we've mentioned in the previous episode, we know that Death is the narrator of this novel and that he tells the story of a little girl named Liesel. This form of narration is different from most books because there are little embedded notes directly from Death as he is speaking, and these embedded notes help the audience to more easily understand the context of the situation and the severity, and they also give a more specific description and give more specific details of the events that are occurring also helping the audience more easily understand what is happening. And since this novel is written in first-person point of view, we can see Death's personal feelings and emotions towards several of the events that occur, building on the idea that Death showcases human qualities such as being sarcastic and annoyed. In addition, Death's perspective and optimistic narration showcases his blunt and carefree attitude. An example of this idea can be found on page 243 when Death is apologizing for and describing why he spoiled some of the events that would occur in the future. Death states that misery bores him and that it chores him, and instances like these also highlight the easygoing nature of Death, something unexpected as we typically typically think of death as always being dark and horrible, but the fact that death can be viewed in this contrasting manner conveys that death is not always negative and can sometimes help people escape pain and suffering. As death follows Liesel, her jovial yet mature character is showcased throughout the book. For example, she picks up the book called The Grave Digger's Handbook. By her picking up the book, even though she knows that she's acting in thievery, her curiosity, ambition, and desperation to know more is shown and highlighted. It shows that even though she doesn't have many belongings or valuable things because of her environment in Nazi Germany, she's willing to risk punishment in exchange for knowledge and enjoyment. This also shows that the book that others may find insignificant is valuable to her. She's appreciative for what she has, even though she's of a lower class and doesn't have many things. Hans, on the other hand, as explained in the last episode, is a selfless character that keeps his promises and calms the family with his cool demeanor, especially his wife, Rosa. This juxtaposition between Hans' kindness and the crew environment that they're living in significantly highlights Hitler's ruthless personality. Max, an an exhausted Jew in hiding, is a fragile character who also exposes the dehumanizing treatment and effects of the Nazi rule. Lastly, his kindness and appreciation for the family, especially towards his best friend Liesel, is shown when he creates the standover man for Liesel, detailing his personal life, amplifying the intimate relationship between the characters in the household. Thanks for listening to Death's Best Friend. Try not to die, Zako.